Yo, what's the most dope show? What's about that time to get live? Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He broke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. gang, gang, gang yeah. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, suave. Hey, happy Thursday. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Charity Shade. Hey, Charity's here, y'all. Three guys on. Freeloaders. You get to hear it. How y'all feeling? Voice is still messing happy up. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm going to put this episode up, I think, on Wednesday, so you'll get it a day early. Yeah. Fucking well, freeloaders. You heard me say Thursday. Y'all know what it is. You got yeah. it early. It's a Thursday episode. Still freeloaders. But who's listening oh, to podcasts on Thanksgiving? Back in. No, one's listening, no one's pulling up a podcast on Thanksgiving Day. Somebody is. Somebody's sitting in a hotel lobby. <laughs> yeah. Watch, <laughs> people watching. Fire, people watching. Yeah, that happens. A hotel they're not staying in. Yeah. Looking at a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's not weird at all. Not weird at all. Smelling delicious turkey. Not weird at all. Wafting down if the street. You people had the Patreon. You know what we were talking about. We're not going to review it for you. Yeah, it's we're not going to review yeah, our conversation. It'll be up. You can go get it. You can go get it. I'm not going to review our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Happy um, to be here with you guys. We also had that's that's a theme song right there uh, from Felt Five, but we got we got another theme song sent to us last week. By Rod from the Black Eye Tips podcast. Shout out! Um, this is a kind of a theme song, but it's also specifically about Haywood. So Haywood was on the show last mm-hmm. week, and Rod was inspired, as many people are by Haywood. Uh, and Rod sent us this song. I think it was like the day after we were the day after the podcast went up, probably. And uh, so you, uh, should we play it now or should we Why wait? Why not? It's up to you. We got right. any emails. Let's start we got with emails that, too. and then we'll do emails. All right, let's start with this. This is Rod's contribution uh, to our, our now growing uh, pile of theme yeah. songs. Our library of music. Yeah, and uh, if you guys want to send us music, it's just threeguyson at gmail.com. You, you can know, send everybody us Everybody was raving about this. I haven't got a chance to hear it yet. Yeah. So this is my first. Ooh, exclusive. This is my first. So I saved it back. Yeah, so this is Rod. <laughs> hey. Rod doing his, uh, his song. For Haywood, it's um, it's about a minute and a half long, I think. A couple minutes long. Here we go. White Andy. Haywood. Come on, come on. Haywood. Turn up, turn up. Haywood. Turn up, turn up, turn up. 
Like that. Hey, pull up in this bitch like I'm Turnip C Junior. See, sock puppet number one, Turnip C Junior. That's true. Hit your chick, you Ike Turnip C Junior. Hey, Turnip C Junior. Hey, Turnip C Junior. Hey, not them collard greens, we like them Turnip Greens Junior. Yeah, Natalie Holloway, we host you Turnip C Junior. I agree, hating niggas with that burn C Junior. Bam, Turnip C Junior. Wow, Turnip C Junior. Hey, pull up at the club, we bump that Turnip C Junior. Hey. There's a part for you to say hey at the end. That's correct. Hey, what? Uh, hey, what? Randolph hit him with that. Hey. Hey, what? Randolph Turnip. (laughs) I say Randolph Turnip. Well, he's called it his Haywood Turnip Seed. Yeah. Um, so we could play that even when he was not on. That's good because it, it does have uh, the the intro That's right there. Good. That is very uh, hustle and flowish. I love it. Well, <laughs> I love it. He did a lot of ad libs. Yes, he did. Um, I I'm gonna note there was no show you right. There was no show you right. The show you right challenge continues. But he did have a three syllable ad lib. Yes. He said, "I agree" at one yeah. point. So there was a place. Show you right is basically yeah. "I agree." Yeah. So, three syllables. So he could have thrown that in, but um, that it was a. Uh, it is fire. A we strong, will, a strong contribution. We will be using that, and that's just from Rod, a podcaster. Where are the rest of y'all at? Yeah. Well, Rod used to rap. Though. Rod did used to rap. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to make it out like he yeah, didn't used to rap. <laughs> he still he still does rap. I I'm mean. trying to make it out like he didn't used to rap. Rod does rap. Hey, Not like. The challenge is out there now. Come on. Hey, Wood. Come on. Come on. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Hey, Wood. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. <laughs> hey, pull up in this bitch like I'm Turnip C Junior. Hey, sock puppet number one, Turnip C Junior. Hey, when you hit your chick, you Ike Turnip C Junior. Hey, Turnip C Junior. Hey, Turnip C Junior. Not them collard greens, we like them Turnip Greens Junior. Yeah, Natalie Holloway, we host you Turnip C Junior. I agree, hating niggas with that burn C Junior. Bam, Turnip C Junior. Wow, Turnip C Junior. Hey, pull up at the club, we from the Turnip C Junior. Pull out all that cush, we bought the burn up C Junior. Walk, walk, hit these weak niggas in a sternum C Junior. Blah, turn up C Junior. Uh, turn up C Junior. I ain't fish in your microwave, we warm up C Junior. <laughs> Riding on your horse, we got some syrup C Junior. Hey, eating all your waffles with that syrup C Junior. Yum. Turn up C Junior. Very Migos Yum. Junior. Chill. We don't need no fuck boys in our circle C Junior. Move. Deliver right and there's a lot of there's a lot going That's on with the ad libs. Hey, I'm gonna close the podcast on this uh, so everyone can get a, hey, a clean listen. Hey, hey, Wood. Yeah. That's yeah, that's strong. That's like strong. That. Yeah, that is strong. 
Haywood's yeah. gonna play that all of oh, the yeah. time yeah. constantly. I haven't, I haven't played it for Haywood yet. I was gonna send it to him, but I thought, well, let's see. Maybe he'll be yeah, on he this. He needs week. to hear it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll have to try to bring him. I well, uh, out. months yeah. ago, Chad made a song for Frankie. Yeah, and, and she she's been on since then. But it was when we was it was when you were out. I didn't want to get into it then, and she hasn't been on. She went. No. She was on one time at my house with Dominic and Elton. Dom- yeah, I remember that. And um, Chad sent us an instrumental version because he just like sang it, but he was thinking maybe she could actually sing it. Right. And sent the instrumental along as well. I thought when she's on, I'll turn up the reverb on her mic. We'll do yeah, a live. Better just sing it. Uh, but she hasn't fucking. Yeah, let get her just on. sing it. And then so she'll have a song. Frankie Tales. Yeah. Uh, we got the Haywood song. Uh, who else deserves a song right now? Who else uh, has reached song status? You gotta get. Dom. You gotta. You gotta do stuff to get the song status. Dom. Elton definitely needs a. He needs something. Dominic could have a song. Dom's been. Elton's been mentioned, and Dominic have both. We gotta been get Elton back on. I haven't, in the theme. I haven't heard yeah. from Elton. Oh, he's happy. I can, I'm <laughs> happy Elton. <laughs> He disappears when he's happy. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it, he must be, I, I got to text him. Happy Elton. Bitch, you not. <laughs> <laughs> he disappears when he's happy. And then <laughs> That's because he's got a. Girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on with Elton at all. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't tweet anymore, really. I'm telling uh, he you. He doesn't post he, on Facebook He's happy anymore. right now. I guess so. He must be working out. He must have got rid of that girl with the infection in her knee or. Yeah, or it's gotten or better. Or it got it's better and now he's taking her out into public now so maybe there could be a pop pop song pop pop lends itself to music yeah just the the phrasing of that. pop pop bang bang yeah <laughs> so um i don't know we got I mean, we've, we've already got contributions from chad a couple times that was good we've got contributions from felt yeah. five rod put in the felt five is that's some next level shit we got rod felt five is doing um a bossy has uh bossy has given us some um and also we haven't uh talked we were going to call him remember when we were going to call him he put out his album yeah, and I see him on. I that was see, our bad. That was I our bad. I see him on um, Netflix, and he is like running track in different places. And I'll, a bossy? <laughs> yeah, he's like running tracks here, and he's in Las on Vegas. Instagram, not on Netflix. And, on Instagram, excuse yeah. me. He's running track. He's in okay. Netflix. He's in Brownsville, Texas once. Well, he's like, running to Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville? Did he run all the way there? You know, riding on a horse in Corpus Christi. <laughs> he's on <laughs> a horse. Black people on horses. Yeah. <laughs> Like what's what's he just hang gliding? <laughs> like what are you doing? Yeah, he's living his best life. <laughs> living the be- living my best life. <laughs> uh, but I know we've got some uh, some bedroom slash closet studio producers. We, we called it. And uh, if you guys want to want to throw your gauntlet down, you know we have got people who don't have a theme song yet. We have Dominic without a theme song. Honey, how they play? Maybe Romaine needs one. Romaine could use one. Romaine's a musician. You I could, know. He should make his own. He could make his own. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he should sp- should tell somebody to make one for him. That would be yeah, a little bit good. much to like make a, his own. Like a band leader. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, you like Puffy. Like, you make it. I'll put my name on it. The girls played in a soccer tournament the last two days. They Did played they? travel teams. They Ugh. played way above themselves. Oh, really? And so so they, they brought it. Yeah, they went. Um, Turn up seed junior. They went one and three. They uh, But they held each team to like, team. the teams that beat them beat them like one, zero. Hmm. Only okay. beat by one in each game, and then they won by one. Today they won a game by one. They played yeah. travel teams. I walked up. Yes, I missed the first game. I walked up for the second game, and I'm looking. I'm like, who are these big ass kids playing? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? These kids were. I was like, how old are these kids? <laughs> are they from 19. the Midwest or from the South? It's Arlington. It's Arlington. Oh, okay. Arlington has travel teams all over the place here too. So, so they're just bigger kids. They're fucking. Are they older? Giants. 
They're I was just, like, how old are they? <laughs> they were like, I don't know. I think they're just 24. same age. They're just, yes, yeah, so we were all of us kept saying, yeah. that, oh, that girl's 17. Yeah. <laughs> we were all saying, that girl's got her period already. We right. were all, <laughs> everybody was all. Well, she doesn't because of all the hormones, <laughs> all the steroids she's been be, even taking. The, even the little shorties were fucking tankers. Huh. <laughs> you know, and they were like, they had matching uniforms on. I'm talking like tights. Yeah. The shoes, tights, shin stuff, shorts, jerseys, bows in her hair. Uh, our girls just matching jerseys. Sloppy. That, that's it. The coach, the coach's shit for the his girls. Right. He had the the matching black outfit that they had on. Our coach is out there with jeans and a <laughs> and a hoodie, sitting on the ground. Our coach stood up the whole time. That's what our you coach, do. Nate is just sitting on the ground watching. All right, let's let's go. Their coach is yelling and carrying on. He's like, All right, you gotta do that thing like, uh, like the movie Hoosiers, where they go to the big tournament. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pull up measure, the tape measure. measure yes. the They're going to measure that. It's ten feet, just like yeah, our just hoop like back home. Our hoop. It's good measure the end to end sideline. That's yeah. just like our hoop, hoop back, back home. home. It's just like the same court. Oh God! <laughs> Regulation is ten feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's because the girls are playing on ten ten foot rims. Oh, they don't lower them. Not nah, for fifth grade. Oh. Okay. Baseball, the field got bigger. Probably, uh, it wasn't the little league field was smaller, but then it got bigger at some Major point. Major league like ball is uh, around uh, sixty feet from sixty feet from uh, sixty feet six inches or something from like the that. Pitching, yeah, and ninety feet, ninety feet. Bases. Yeah, we went when we were in little league, like elementary school, basically like age, forty-five. The field mm-hmm. was smaller, and then when we got to middle school, I think it got to regulation size. Softball, it's smaller too. So basketball, I guess they raised the rim. Yeah, because they've been playing on lower. They've been playing on lower rooms. Yeah, that are playing on on shooting percentage is about to drop. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've already me and the other cat were like, well, it's gonna be all layups. Yeah, we don't we don't want anything anybody even remotely trying to do anything long. They don't have the chest strength for it. Right, I gotta make them do push ups. That's the new thing now. They they gonna do a lot of push ups. They don't know. They got to build yeah, a triceps up, too. They got to build a push strength. Yeah. They got to build a push strength. Yeah. Even like yesterday, like the girls that they were playing were bodying them off the ball or just checking them off the ball. Yeah. And I was talking. Squats. I was talking uh, yesterday and they were like, the girls were cheating. I said, who was cheating? <laughs> the 17 year olds. They were saying that they were, they were using their elbow. I said, that's not cheating. Yeah. I said, you can do that. You you can push somebody away. Well, forearm. That's not, that's not cheating. So then my daughter goes, but what if somebody gets hurt? I was like, what the fuck am I raising here? What the fuck? <laughs> then someone gets <laughs> hurt. hurt. Like, what the fuck is Did you Did you just say, bitch ass? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I raising? Soft. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we got we to gotta work on that. It's the same principle in soccer, bodying somebody off the ball. It's right. the same mm-hmm. from soccer. To you, can't, you, probably you just can't, can't use your hand. You probably can't right. like, literally elbow on someone, but you can, you can, put, check, you can check them. Forearm, little you forearm. You can check them off. You can yeah. check them off the little, ball. Well, shoulder. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can shoulder, you can shoulder block them, you can body block them. You just can't Hit slide bumper. tackle them. Right. But you can right. push them off the ball. Right. <laughs> you know, a couple of them are pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Those are the ones who have problems at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the anger You've out. done this before. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot You've of anger. practice. Carrying around some anger. Is that what's going on? All travel teams here usually means that their parents have enough money to pay for them to be in a travel mm-hmm. league. Right. Yeah, that's, that ain't how it goes around these parts. I'd probably pay for the hormone <laughs> treatment. Yeah, none of, none of, six none of the girls tall. on our team make travel league status. Yeah. We got girls that are good, but they just, 
It's too much money, man. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Even like the other, the other Ava in on the team, her mom played in college and both her kids playing. She's like, I'm not gonna put them in a travel. Oh. She don't want them in the, she don't want them. She's like, it's too white. It's a white lady saying this too. She's like, it's too white. I don't want my kids in that. And it's whatever experience they would gain soccer. from it, she could probably just supplement that with her right. own wealth of knowledge. Yeah, she coached them. Right. She coached her indoor soccer. Yeah. So she they don't need that. No, she's like I don't, I don't want I don't want playing that. I don't I don't want them playing in that. Well, you know what you could do next time they play one of these ta- travel teams, you play the Turn Up Seed Junior song. There you go. <laughs> this will motivate them. They will. They'll hey. start checking people all the time. Get them in a circle. Just go get them in a circle. He's gonna start jumping. <laughs> Who's Ike Turner? Turner. 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 We use elbows. Elbows. That's what I'm. This is this gonna be our come out song. We're gonna come out on the court. We're gonna we're gonna go through a little bit, our little uh, warm up drill. Hey, got a little layup line. Yep. Somebody playing this shit. Ray Lewis dance. It's all about that yeah. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. The other team just, just gets intimidated and forfeits the game. Forfeits. Um, they're turning up on the field. <laughs> Their coach Someone is a mentioned blunt. elbows. Coach is a blunt guy. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up C Junior. Hey. Turn up C Junior. Hey. Jump into conclusions like some hurdle. T Junior. Chill. Jump into conclusions. in our circle. C Junior. Boom. right and Jira on that murder. C Junior. Guilty. Turn up C Junior. Hey. Turn up. I'm downloading this. Where can I get this? Can I put this on my Spotify? I need this every morning. That guilty. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna have to put it up on SoundCloud or something. Seriously, with Rod's permission. Hey, you need to get all of that. Oh man, <laughs> so angry. <laughs> so many technicals. So many technicals. <laughs> yeah, they played well. I was very. The coach should be very pleased with. Him. He's a good coach. That's the guy who brought in that did some dude from Bolivia or some shit like that to work with. Oh, okay. Roland Sager. He's a good coach. That's good that he's like chill and not like. Yeah, no, he's very much about it. I just want to take some skills away from this. That's good. Not like yeah. making them sleep upside down and yeah. shit. <laughs> <Yeah. Just like laughs> Hyperbark chamber. Right. <laughs> take some skills away from this. And he really focused on the movement, ball handling, and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they're, they each they play positions now. They don't they're not just playing herd ball. Although that shit degenerated into herd ball scrums yesterday. One ball would just be in a just all rushing and just just a bunch of feet kicking. It happens. <laughs> just a bunch of feet <laughs> kicking, trying not to get kicked. We're yelling, push him off the ball. <laughs> we don't want to hurt anybody. I don't know if I can use my elbow. Grab her by the ponytail. <laughs> just yank her down. I don't know. <laughs> no one will know. I don't know. Do you no see that kid that, sh- that was a Division three college game? Kid shot a three, and the other dude comes over and just elbows him in the yeah, face. Yeah, and I when I saw that, I said, they got you got to – Kicked the kid out of school. You know what he did? Kicked him out of school. Yeah. He looked at the ref on the baseline. Yeah, to make sure the ref wasn't looking. But there was a ref on the sideline looking at him. Yeah. And he didn't see that. He just closed on the shit out of that kid. I was like, you got to. Yeah. It's bad. It's like He's, when you make sure your parents aren't looking right, and you're like, you mom. Your and you're just like, Pow, yeah. He thing is the closed line the shit out of that kid. Full video, bad. the previous trip down the court, he put up a shot where that other the dude was guarding him and yeah. he missed the shot. The guy didn't foul him. Yeah. But next time down, the guy he hit on his that shot. team. Hit a three. 
They might have been jawing at each other. Who knows? Yeah. But well, uh, you can't clothesline a dude. You can't no. do that. <laughs> you no. can't clothesline a dude. Play football. Yeah, they ripped. They yanked the scholarship. When I saw it, I said, "You got to, you got to kick the guy." You lost your scholarship. You got to kick that guy. I think yeah, he's one of the better players too. On that, no, like you got to, you got to kick him off your team. You can't keep him. Nope. Did they yank it? I know the first thing they said was they they were suspending him. It's gonna get worse. It's not gonna get better. Yeah, no, yeah. you can't. You can't. You, well, you got to send you can't a condone huge that behavior. message He's to everybody. Yeah, you can't use your elbow. You can't use your forearm like that. Yeah, to someone's face. Someone's yeah, face. yeah, pound in a very down, prone position. Hit his head. Right. It was crazy. Yeah, could have really hurt him. So. Yeah, he back. I was like, That's Jesus Christ, that guy's got to go. Yeah, <laughs> that dude's got to go. You're off my team. If I'm his coach, I'm like, you're off my team. That's yeah. It. Whether the school takes your scholarship or not, I guess that's in my purview also. But probably going to take your scholarship because you have to play. Yeah, so you're not going to play for me. You're not yeah. going to play. <laughs> you know what? Keep your scholarship. Me. Sit the bench. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll never play for. You'll never see another minute of playing time. Right. For me, so yeah. you might want to just drop out of. School. Yeah, you should probably quit. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you know, thing. I don't know. Do you know how to cook? You know how to. <laughs> Cook up that stir fry. Do you do you listen to Migos? Because <laughs> that's your future. You know. No, he but he hits a shot. He does a little, does a little um, cooking move. That yeah. little James Harden thing. What uh, did you think of that kid Zion? And what did you think of uh, Zion? What's his name? Williamson or something? Zion. Guy Williamson. from Duke. What did you think of Shashesky? I don't know anything about it. What happened? No, it's just the fact that you know Shashesky is one of these guys of. I don't want one and done players, and I and, and I coach my players the the right way and blah blah blah. Okay, and he's, he backed off that though. Last okay, years. but look what happened with this guy Grayson Allen last year. That that guy's a piece of shit. I don't know what he's doing in the pros right now. Probably nothing. Did he even get drafted second he, round? Maybe? He, I think he got. I think he's on a team. See yeah. if he's on a roster. But you ain't hear nothing about him. I'm like, yeah, because yeah, I mean, you can try that shit on some growing. Try that shit with Draymond Green. See what happens. All right. the shit you're doing, you know. <laughs> Because um, he was pushing people down and tripping people and all kinds of shit, and and Shashevsky was letting it go. He said, "Well, you know, I'm he, he's play. suspended for one game once. It yeah. was like it was an indefinite suspension, but it lasted one game. Yeah, one one whole game. Uh, well, now he has this kid uh, Zion. Yeah, that kid is clearly a one and done player. Matter of fact, Zion and the other uh, guy who's Utah. the point guard." Grace Allen's on Georgia. Utah. Of course, he's playing in white ass Utah. Of course, of course, he is. <laughs> first, first round pick, twenty first overall. Of course, of course, he's playing yeah. Utah. But you don't hear nothing about him, which means that I mean, JL would know because that's his team. Yeah, but but Chashevsky has backed off the one and done thing yeah. last. Year. He's had several one and done. He's players. got two this season alone. Yeah, because that's both the of them of are going in the first round. First of all, I don't know about the other kid. Kyrie was a one and done point guard, but I do know that that kid Zion should be in the pros right now. There's no reason. Yeah, that guy's a monster. Uh, he is a juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> he is a juggernaut. He's like 6'7", six, six, two, 270. Who was it? I think like Dominic that. said he was like Larry Johnson. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is a juggernaut. I'm clearly lost right now. Yeah. You, don't watch, you don't watch college basketball? I just haven't. I used to like, all like the time. I do. Yeah. And like I used to all of, especially college basketball. Yeah. Um, I kind of Being from Indiana. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now. Measure this, that rim. This year, that's <laughs> when we were talking about Hoosiers. I was like ten feet. Um, I got back into basketball just because I'm completely out of football. So, oh yeah, no. But this year, I just have not. And if I'm not committed fully, then I'm just early in the season. It's like who? It's like who cares until March? Anyway, no, what? Wait, you know? what? No, until mm. February. I guess, least. but. I, yeah, I disagree. Duke has had some one and done guys. Like Kyrie he's Irving, just, he's just so. Oh my Kyrie God. Irving played. He was hurt. He played like eleven games in his freshman year for Duke. 
So he barely played, and then he went pro. Well, it, was he going to class? I don't know. He went to Duke. I don't well, know. Well, apparently he didn't because he thinks the earth is flat. Well, I'm might. just saying. I think I think in du- at Duke, you don't you don't learn about the earth until your junior year. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every freshman God, thinks it's damn flat. It, stay that's, in. That's, that's, that's the way they teach people at Duke. But they've had a few other like one-and-done, two-and-done type players. It's just the nature of college basketball now. Oh, there's so many, so many highlights. Oh, when he's like basically hitting his head on the rim because he jumped so high. No, this one is. It was an alley oop, and it was so. My God, he's he's so high above the. He needs to go pro like now. He should just declare now. Before Maybe he hurts he wants himself. To get his, yeah, right. That's true. The thing is, the education thing. He if, put down twenty eight. He, po- he dropped twenty eight points in his debut. Right. If he gets his. Uh, yeah, even if he becomes a mediocre player and just has one contract for a three year deal. Go away a few million. Yeah, he can still pay for college. It'll be there. Yeah, college ain't going nowhere. No, I was saying he's I was not going to say he's it not going to be a mediocre player. It would be. I'm saying, well, he could be if he hurt himself. If yeah. he hurt his back, like Larry Johnson, right. he lost explosiveness. But these guys who are pretty much a lock to get at least one contract can afford college later. That contract will, of course, afford college. You know, fifty times over. And he not only is he he he's a he power player, but he also he? plays with finesse too. He looks like he's been playing in the pro, yeah. in the NBA for yeah. Are you looking at him? <laughs> yeah, he he plays with finesse too. You know, he he can dribble. Yeah, he can move. He's got up and unders. Yeah, what he's, he's doing? He's listening to that show. turnip seed song before. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Turn. That's it. That's the turnip one. seed junior. Shoot. That's the one. Look at this. <laughs> look at this dunk. Look at that dunk. Look how high. The next one. I think it's the next one. Yeah. This is just breakaway. That's the point guard. Watch this. Nice. It's it's crazy. Yeah, because he didn't even, he, he barely even hopped. He dishes off. High pass. Bam. And that's an easy one. Yeah. He barely <laughs> even had to <laughs> jump a, off the ground to get, easy one. get up he, in there. He has really good. He has really good. Oh, he needs to good. go now. He's 26. What? Oh, is he? 26. How's that, How's that well, possible? No wonder he's so down. Are you sure? Kyrie Irving. Not no, Kyrie. Not Kyrie. Oh, I thought you said Kyrie. I thought you said no, Kyrie. No, no, Kyrie's like, in the pros. Pro. He's no, a pro. No, no, no. Kyrie. Zion Williamson. Kyrie a few years ago came out of Duke after his first year. Um, uh, Zion Williamson. He's probably 19, 18, 19. Six seven two eighty five. Six seven two eighty five. Eighteen years old. And that's 18. and that's Jesus. their weight. Born so in, he's probably two ninety. Right. Born in two thousand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a man's body at this point. It's crazy yeah. how much. And then the oh, guy who the kid, that makes me feel the old kid who's shit. the point guard is a littler guy, and he's just he's like he's like four steps faster than everybody around him, right. except for this guy Zion. So they're just they're just running guys. Throw up lobs. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're running guys. It's it's crazy. He is so massive. Point being that they talked about how he, uh, you know, he's the one and done's and uh, oh no. I'm not for this thing of they need to stay in for one year anyway. They're going to get rid guy, of that. Because of a guy like that. There's no reason. He serves no purpose. They're getting rid of that role soon. That's going to be gone. Serves no purpose. It's a failed experiment. He will get hurt if he stays any longer. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah. yeah. Someone's going to come give him a forearm and they're going to bounce off him. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, oh, I thought I was just going to elbow in your face. There's no, there's no purpose for him to be there. He could be learning a lot more playing against people who are at least his size. True. Unless he wants the college experience. He don't want the goddamn college experience. He wants that money. <laughs> college parties, college, college lifestyle. I mean that college pussy. And he don't, 
lifestyle. <laughs> you know, you make friends that you he'll keep for that, life. He'll make that money. The only reason he's there is because he has to be. I'm surprised that that one dude didn't get in his ear and tell him go over to go over to Europe and play for a year. That doesn't really work. Make though. Make a million bucks. No one has made that work. It did for that one kid. Make a, mi- Which what, kid? a million dollars um, is nothing. That kid out of L.A. who wanted to go in the first round, he didn't have the grades, so they sent him over to Europe for a year. He played in Italy for a year. They did a long thing about him on Real Sports. He but played. It, he plays for the Wizards. I think he plays for the Wizards right now. Oh, Brandon. Brandon. Uh, Brandon. No, he he played barely a couple of years ago. They got rid of him. He yeah, is, he played. He fled, he's, he's out of the league now. I think he played in the uh, he played in Italy, and then he came back. And they said they weren't going to draft him. I guess to prove a point, and they still drafted him in the first round. And then he played for the Timberwolves. Uh, Brandon Jennings. Yeah, Brandon Jennings. Yeah, he wasn't a very good NBA player. He played for the team. Played. The the know. problem is it didn't work out because yeah. he wasn't a star. Early in his rookie year in the NBA, he had like a 50-point game. I remember. People were like, oh, shit. He had a 50-point game. I remember that. And then it Fluke. never really. 55. He yeah. shot 55 on a team. He was in Milwaukee, As a rookie at like 20. Yeah. He can't, is he with, he's at Milwaukee now? No, no, no. He, that's where he was he at was first. Milwaukee, I, yeah. I don't think he's in a, on a team now. I don't know. The Wizards brought him in mid-season to back up John Wall. Yeah, he's the, bounced around the league. The, he's a journey. The team where dreams go to die. I'm going to see them Tuesday. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not a, he never became a great player. Basically. Sounds like it's going to be enjoyable for you. <clears throat> yeah. uh, but he made some money. But it's like the go skip college and go to the well. His thing was Europe. I, you know, because he he lives in a he lived in South Central and he was like I have to get my mother out of here. Right. Yeah. Right. That's fair. <laughs> this is right. it. So. The Italian team, when he went to play for them a year, he took his mother and his brother to Italy with him. That's different. And they no. lived in Italy for right. a year. That's his different. Brother went to, his brother went to school school in Italy. They live in an apartment. You know, so he was like, I, I have to. I don't have, I'm going to. I don't have any choice. Yeah, that's this. different than being like, I'm just going to make a million dollars. Because a million dollars is like. Well, yeah, and it's just like, the, the, do you really develop? Because those guys don't play much. Mm-mm. Those 20-year-olds on a European team, you know, you sit the bench a lot. You're in a foreign country. Well, the big For him, thing he, he talked. The him. big thing he talked about was because when uh, I remember it was Brian Gummel interviewing him, they were sitting in a little like a little square in Italy. He was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't do anything even remotely like this." I get up in the morning, I eat breakfast, I go practice for three hours, I come home, I take a break, go back, practice for another hour, <laughs> and then we play a game. <laughs> you <All right>. know, <laughs> so it was just. The job aspect of it. I'm surprised he didn't work out because the job aspect. Of it, he was very much committed to the job. Some of these guys don't. He also work had his out. mother with him there. That's another. Thing. Some of these guys don't work out because they're just not mother that great at basketball. It's probably helpful. Yeah. Sometimes they're just not that great at basketball. Yeah. They're phenomenal as teenagers. They don't. They don't develop beyond that. Some people hit yeah. their ceiling at age 17. That's just the way it goes. He His was rookie fine. season in the NBA, he was good. He was good Came for back. a little while. I think yeah. he probably had some injuries too. Yeah. He became a journeyman. He had a nice career. I'm, hopefully he banked a bunch of money. Yeah. And he I could pay for college easily. Seems like he would have because yeah. he seemed sensible. And he could pay for college anywhere he wants to go at yeah. this point as long as they accept him. But he's made, sure, millions. Oh, yeah. But he didn't become a star. The thing about skipping and going to Europe is like, does that help you become a like an elite player, or do you just sit the bench? Get your mom out the hood. Or you can coach after that. You can coach. A lot of these guys, they they go to a pro team in Europe, and they get yelled at by their coach, and they don't speak the language. There's all these culture shock moments, and they don't actually warm up to it, and they can't handle it, and it doesn't actually help, whereas maybe a year of of going to the University of Texas would have been better. Mm -hmm. Right. So, of course, you don't get paid. You do get paid, but no one knows it, but you don't get paid (laughs) that much. Yeah, not like that. You know? 
but you get the college experience. You get the college experience. Go to parties, play beer pong. <laughs> There's girls everywhere. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> be treated. Be treated like an exotic pet. Yeah. <laughs> Take advantage of that and <laughs> go to the like NBA. An exotic pet, and then play in the NBA. There's <laughs> a uh, maybe. There's there's a Maybe. great article Darius Miles wrote for uh, the Players' Tribune about coming out of high school and sort of the culture shock moments. And suddenly you're on private jets and limos and all this mm-hmm. shit. And he, he was literally just in the hood yesterday. Right. And how that fucks with you mm-hmm. and how it's not, it doesn't feel like reality anymore. And I read the stuff on Marbury interview where he talked about a lot of aspects of that. Yeah. His head being fucked up. Not Marbury. Uh, who was the kid from Maryland? Steve. Steve Blake? Not Blake. Steve Blake. He wasn't a star. It was but the point guard. Steve was Blake? It? it was Steve Blake. I mean, he was a serviceable. Right. But that was that NBA was player. kind of the thing was like everybody thought he was going to be. It was Juan Dixon was supposed to be a star. Yeah. And he was too small. Yeah. He was, uh, they played together on they the Wizards together, for a little yeah. while. They were on the Wizards simultaneously, briefly. Two Maryland guys playing yeah, for the playing Wizards. Yeah, now playing for the Wizards. Dixon was a little small for a two guard, so. He had a he had a nice couple of years, a few years. I think he played overseas a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was the star in college. Juan Dixon. You know who's making money now is um, that white kid that played the shooter that played for. Uh, he's playing in China now. Jimmer for debt. Jimmer, I think it's Jimmer. <laughs> he was a BYU. Yeah, he's playing in China. Yeah, couldn't couldn't stick in the NBA. He's a, a Steph Curry of China. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's dropping like fifty five on these Chinese goose. He can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. He just couldn't get a shot. He couldn't get he couldn't get a shot in the NBA. Yeah. Because he couldn't separate it from people. I saw there's a video on YouTube of Steph Curry in practicing ninety three out of a hundred three pointers. <laughs> Casual as shit. I think it's like Steve Kerr is just like rebounding and throwing he goes five spots across around the line. He shoots yeah. ten from each spot and then goes back and the other way, ten more. So it's 100 shots total. He hits his first 26 <laughs> before he misses one. <laughs> Not even touching the net. Just perfect middle and just goes through. And so it's like, oh, okay, no wonder he can just, just pull up from 30 yeah, feet out. 30 and feet out. Act like it's nothing. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's like a video game. It's yeah. crazy. It's like a glitch. <laughs> For debt, I'm sure it can shoot like that. Yeah, he's a good shooter. In practice. But, but he couldn't. Yeah. He didn't have the other stuff Steph Curry has. Steph Curry has ball handling. He's got yeah, ball handling, quickness. quickness, tenacity. Yeah. Wizards could have drafted Steph Curry. <laughs> no, they, but he was uh, too skinny. Here's what they did. They had like the fourth or fifth pick that year. Traded that pick to Minnesota. <coughs> Minnesota sent back Mike Miller and Randy Foy. All right. I thought it was about done it. But that gave Minnesota back-to-back picks. They had the fourth and fifth pick. Or maybe fifth and sixth. I think it was fourth and fifth. They... They picked two point guards. They picked um, Rubio, and they picked like uh, it was the guy from Syracuse, whatever his name was. The next pick, Steph Curry. They actually had Minnesota had back to back picks where they, they chose picked, point guards because the, the because the thing on the story of Steph Curry was well he's good but he's too skinny and also he's not a point he's like a small two right and then the Wizards didn't take him either. I right. think that was when they still had maybe hope for Arenas or whatever it was, but. Classic, classic wizards. <laughs> the roster of people they passed. But it was up, everybody except Golden State. They're still they still a six like, pick. We'll take him. Yeah, it's just, and he wasn't great his first couple of years either. He was hurt a lot. 
But he, uh, he was his brother. His brother's gone out of the league, I think. No, he plays. He plays for Portland. I think. Seth, Seth Curry, Seth, yeah. Seth and Steph, Steph, Steph and St- and Seth. Yeah, uh, he plays for Portland. I think. No, he was still playing. Yeah, the one whose brother was really gone was uh, was light skinned. Used to play for the Clippers. Now plays. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. His brother mm. never made the league. Oh, his brother was not NBA. He played. Caliber. Euro- he played in Europe. He won a championship in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did that. A good college career. Yeah, good, good, good. He's good. He's good. All right, let's uh, let's read these emails. First of all, we got to read Rod's email. He sent us that song. <laughs> he sent us an email too. What up, my guys? Uh, email is called Sock Puppet Number One. Every superhero needs his theme music, and being that Haywood is Sock Puppet Number One, I thought I contribute to his legacy. I know he doesn't like trap music, but I'm sorry, I didn't choose the trap. The trap chose me. <laughs> <laughs> Hope y'all get a laugh out of this. Um, and I'm going to close the podcast with that song. Uh, we have we had a lot of Patreon comments last week. Um, oh, Dr. Bambi Haggins posted, uh, she posted on an earlier episode, Whiteness is a Hell of a Drug. I think yes, we were, it is. We had Romaine on. And also, oh, or maybe it was when, uh, oh, she goes, Broke My Back, one of my favorites. That's when we were talking to Dominic <laughs> about all of the, all of the uh, violent sexual terminology <laughs> Break, broke my back breaking a back is is one and then sometimes you, if you go further you can break the back out yeah blow your back blow out. It out blow it blow out. out blow it out break it is not as bad as blow it out you gotta get blown up break and it and then blow it out yes you do that <laughs> you do combinations <laughs> finna blow this out right here um Brooklyn Shoe Babe sent us a comment yes. on Patreon. As usual, I loved the episode. When I grow up, I want to be like Randolph. You don't, no, you don't suffer don't, fools. You don't want this life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this life. Go ahead and suffer some fools. <laughs> uh, we got an email from Derek about the election wrap-up, which is behind the paywall for you freeloaders. Freeloaders. Um, it's a two and a half hour episode with four, five interviews. Five, four. Four interviews. Yeah, four interviews. Great show. I like being able to hear all of the different voices and views. Thanks for being able to put it out. I'm not a fucking freeloader. And Thank keep you. up the good work. Thank you, Derek. Um, another Patreon comment from Goper. This was the text I received in my reply. We're talking about like campaign canvas people sending you texts yeah, to oh vote. Yeah, my God. Uh, her. Hello, Cassandra. This is Emma with Americans for Prosperity. Today is election day. Do you plan to vote? My response, yes, I have voted blue across the board because I no longer recognize my previous party. Thanks for asking, Emma. FYI, Americans for Prosperity is Koch Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get my number, Koch Brothers? Um, Adrian commented on Patreon about, I believe, the election wrap-up episode. Uh, This was a great episode and very well produced. I felt like uh, back in the days when you picked up the phone and heard your mom and aunt talking but kept quiet (laughs) to listen for tea. I agree with you, Randolph. The wave was blue despite what folks want to say. It's blue as hell. It's still still coming. I live in Georgia's 6th district. What they say. I've been talking about how Florida's basically like, we're not done counting. Uh, But... They're, I think they're about done now. Yeah, they, everybody um, conceded. California has a couple votes. They're still counting. But I live in Georgia's 6th district. By the end of Tuesday, we had a Republican in the lead. But later in the week, Lucy McBath got the win. This was the same district John Ossoff lost last year. Mm-hmm. I love how Abrams and the Dems here said, fuck them to moderate white folks and went for underrepresented voters. We ain't got no time for y'all to be finding your morals in 2018. You can go on, get with that mess. <laughs> get on out of here. Go get. on. Yeah. Uh, he said, classic episode. Um, Adrian commented, great show. 
And then we have an email from Ka, who uh, sends us an actual email on Gmail. Um, the email title, Dominic needs to make up his goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Randolph, White Andy, and Sock Puppet. First of all, I want to clarify that my pronouns are he slash him. Okay. Okay. Second of all, PRS1 needs to make up his goddamn mind. I'm pretty sure my neighbors could hear me yelling at 3 a.m. as I switched between agreeing with Dominic's hot takes on snacks and calling them trash. As someone who grew up playing lots of video games, I dug Andy and Ramin's conversation about games. Um, I, I kind of feel like the itch. I, I don't know if I want to get back into gaming. You do. Every time I walk by the Xbox PlayStation area and Best Buy, I'm like, maybe I should do that. But I do the same thing. It's like homework. This at some one doesn't point. want me to get one. I got the 4K TV. I don't blame her. She's yeah, right. She yeah. doesn't want me to get one, but it's a I'm, waste suck I'm time, leaning towards time it. Suck. I, I will it is. walk by GameStop and I'll be like, I know. You can go ahead and get one. I'm like, I should be more entertained. But then I'm like, I barely watch Netflix. I paid already 12 bucks a month for Netflix. Don't do it. So <laughs> maybe I should just, Stop maybe I don't need her. it. Stop maybe being I don't, a hater. I don't have enough time in my day for entertainment like that. Um, I feel like I'm being like those people in uh, Chipotle. Being a hater. <laughs> Stop <laughs> being a hater. Shout out to Money's episode. Uh, Ka continues. Lastly, I believe I saw Randolph retweet something from Princeton historian Kevin Mc, uh, M. Cruz. Uh-huh. Yes. That guy is one of my favorite follows that on Twitter. A, he's a monster. And is waging a one-man war on disinformation. I yep. should be paying that man tuition for how much knowledge he drops. I'm currently reading his book about segregationists, and I can't believe half the shit. If you had dropped me in the middle of the of this book... I would have thought it to be fiction. He also he's also a bourbon man, so maybe I'll, I'll tweet him and see if he would be willing to meet, take me up, willing to be on the woke files. Oh, all right, Tim, uh, do that. Don't don't think about it. Be about it. Can't hurt. Uh, let me scroll to the bottom. Sorry, but the moment you thought about doing it, go ahead and do it. Sorry for the long email, but awesome job as always. Thanks, yeah. Ka. So um, that's uh, three guys on a Gmail. You can comment that way, yeah, or that you guys can, are. Come on, Patreon. Somebody will say something on Twitter, or tweet at us. He'll say something. Somebody will say something stupid on Twitter, and then he'll he'll say, "Look, as a historian, whap!" It'll be like a yeah. ten thing thread of stuff of, like, "No, this is not right. You have no idea what you're talking about." Bam, bam, bam. He <laughs> just keeps coming, and then you see people trying to. You know what you're talking about? Really, I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> Um, and then we got an email. Oh, we got a tweet last week from where we played the song last week. Uh, the guys in the grocery store. Yeah, like them dudes. Thanks for posting. Thanks for sing. playing my friend slash former soldier's song. As always, the feedback is real and hilarious. Andy, it's the KC Stork. It's D A K C S T O R K. I said Dak because Dak Stork. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dak C Stork. Well, the K the C in KC. The C is lowercase and the K is. Dak uppercase C Stork. I feel if it was KC. You'd have the KC both the uppercase. The KC, the KC Stork. K, the KC Stork, like from Kansas City. Yeah. D A K C Stork. Yeah. The KC. The KC Stork. So uh, send us any more if you've made any more songs. Yeah. No more singing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All rhymes. <laughs> and then we also got a uh, tweet from Michael Felder. Wow, I got wow, to I, I got hey. to a Dark Tank episode. Dark Tank is a podcast out of uh, actually it's not out of New York. I forget where it's from, but the guy who runs it was in D.C. I got to a Dark Tank episode with Frankie French and Haywood Turnipsey, which is like three guys on. Oh, <laughs> so interesting. I uh, I I gave that a like, but that's how it would be if we had spinoff episodes. Yeah, if we had spinoff podcasts, maybe they would have an episode. Um, 
that's all the feedback we got this week. We got a song. We got some comments. We got some emails. And we got some tweets. And uh, looking out the window like Malcolm X, I'm like what's going on uh, with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> FBI. Yeah, kind of turned to the side slightly so they can't see you. So I'm gonna be in at six a.m. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, man. Yep. So what we were gonna. I think we're going to do something light. When do, we, do we have something well, light? Well, we had like the Trumpy Bear commercial. We got the guy who thinks Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez shouldn't have a jacket. That's <laughs> that's dumb. I saw that dude. We got the Mississippi GOP Senator Hyde Smith who first made the, I'd sit up front at a public hanging with you. And then she had some other hot mic moment where she said, let's get liberals to not vote. Yeah, well, we know what it is. It's um, racism. Racism is undefeated. She's going to get reelected. Watch. Oh, yeah, they're doing that runoff. Or not runoff. Watch. Or that re- She's going to get reelected. Watch. Yeah. Oh, the Trump raking leaves. And then Bill Maher on Stan Lee. We have all that. Well, let's do Stan oh, Lee. Bill Maher. And then let's talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> How'd she get that jacket? It's called being ghetto fabulous, you fucking... It's called a jacket is not that expensive. Fucking idiot. It's just being ghetto fabulous. If you if you if you uh have limited money look, people in the hood know how to do this. You go to certain stops, She's your not. your Marshalls, your Rosses, right. your your Nordstrom's off rack, your uh Macy's thrift store. Thrift store and you Macy's you has sales. Put you you yeah. find shit and you put it together. It ain't hard. Throw some rack. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Go to the outlet mall. There's some rack. You know? No. There's, there's deals. Thrift stores. Easy. Deals. It's easy to do. And if you know anything about how to floss a little bit, you know how to do it. That's thrift the first thing I thought when I saw ri- it. Where like, the rich people drop off all right. their shit. Ah, uh, those are the best. Right. I'm like. Also, she's not, uh, she never said like, uh, I'm dirt poor. I'm dirt poor. I can't afford nothing. <laughs> yeah, she didn't say that. She just said rent is high in DC and it's well, yeah. I don't have my first paycheck and you gotta like have proof of income to get yeah. a lease. So it's like I kinda I'm stuck. Yeah. I don't have a place to stay right now. And of course we know a lot of comedians with couches you could crash on. But Easily. Maybe she doesn't want to do that. Charity's sitting on one right now. We can <laughs> yeah. we can make this happen for you. Right. It's not that it's not that hard. You know. She knows that. Right. <laughs> she knows she was that. making a point. Yeah. She wasn't even making a point. She was just yeah. telling you her reality. Right. Which right. Is, oh, by the way, I, I can't really what afford What they it. did, interestingly, somebody pointed out, and I had forgotten this, and then as soon as they said it, I remembered that the tea, remember when there was a tea party wave? Yeah. And they made a big deal about how they didn't make that much money and they had to sleep in their offices, mm-hmm. even though that was that was not, that was against the rules. They would sleep in their office and I'll just take a shower in the gym because I got to save money because we got to, it's too much money being spent here, you know. I don't make enough money to, to but we got to bring the yeah. money now. So I'll just sleep in my office. I'm like, you can't do that. I think Sean Duffy actually said, like, it's hard to survive on this $174,000 a year. I got five kids. I got a wife. I got to have a house back there. And it seems like a lot of money, but it's not. He's a Trump guy, Sean right. Duffy. He's that real world guy. Right. So, you know, they, they'll use it to their advantage. But yeah. she didn't even go that far. She just said, yeah, it's kind of hard to find a place that I can afford right, right now. Uh, oh, what's uh, it's, uh, doesn't look like it. You're wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it started with her with her fat with her that little photo spread that they did on her. Right. And people are laughing at her, as I said last week on the podcast. And they're like, "Well, you you look pretty. You look those clothes look really nice." I'm like, "Them clothes ain't hers. 
Of course not. <laughs> no. And you all are in this business. You know how this works. You're, so unless you borrow them. Yes. Take a picture. They might let back. you keep Maybe. them. Yeah. <laughs> they might. <laughs> okay. You didn't buy them. But you definitely didn't. Them clothes ain't hers. <laughs> them clothes ain't hers, idiots. And you know that. That's the that's mm-hmm. the thing. You're being very disingenuous. But this guy that. who tweeted about her jacket, someone was behind her in the hallway. Yeah. Pulled out his phone on the low. Yeah. Took a picture snapped of a picture. Sent it to his buddy. Look at this shit. She's wearing clothes. Yeah. Nice clothes. And then he tweets about it. Like, oh, he calls her a girl in the tweet and all that yeah. shit. And then when she calls him out and he gets ratioed on Twitter, he comes back, I was actually saying... Uh, that she was dressed nice. No, yeah, you weren't. That was a compliment, actually. No, you That's weren't. That's not what you were saying. That's not what you were saying. Why'd you take a, a, a sneaky picture of her? Yeah. Why are you posting <laughs> sneaky pictures of her? You know? People? It's probably like an official photo, like a photographer took of her walking in and out of a office. Right. You could post that, but you took a little sneaky shot of her like, oh, she doesn't want us to see this. And yeah, why look, not just say that she was dressed nice in the first list? Though? Yeah. Look at her Look at her nice dress. Right. No stains? Yeah. I took a black light up to her when she yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. Look, her <laughs> shoes her shoes don't have holes in them. Right. How is that possible? She's poor. You know, so you don't want people to be poor. I walked up to her and I took a close look. I checked her hair for lice. She didn't have any. <laughs> not not a one. Nope. <laughs> I saw a guy yesterday, some congressman talking shit about how if you don't have if you don't have money, it's because you just don't work hard. If you're poor, it's because you work hard and everybody has opportunity. He was like a state poor. representative. I saw yeah. that. No. Tweeted like you piece of shit. Find those bootstraps, please. He said, if you're okay. homeless, go to truck driving school. Go to truck. Make driving. seventy grand truck a year for twenty years and save all your money. You're a millionaire. Uh, One million dollars is not that much money. Like, by do the you way. have any idea no. how life works? <laughs> if you're homeless, go to right. truck driving. driving how are we going to? Okay. Can't can't pay, can't pay for clothes to can't pay for transportation to school. There's all these barriers. Can't pay for school. Right. Um, yeah. I also, don't even have a house. Right. When you get that job, that seventy grand, you have to save all of it yeah. in order to get that million in twenty years. That's one point four million in twenty years before taxes, and then you can't that. Then you, there's no rent. There's no food. <coughs> it's, it's like I said. It's a pipe dream. Do you not know how life works? Nope. It's a pipe dream. You don't know how how any of this works. No, yeah. they don't have to. And then he, of course, got ratioed and was like, actually? (laughs) Did he actually it? Slightly. I was just saying that, like, if you work, I was just saying. He he, he backed away a little bit. you weren't, you piece of shit. He tried to get reasonable. But it's just like, you know, Marco Rubio had that shitty, like, NFL scoring analogy for vote (sighs) counts. Right. It was just like if you down two and you kick a field goal, then they say your field goal is actually worth one now. It's like none of this is applies yeah, yeah. even the judge about? who ruled was like he made his own football analogy yeah to sort of uh like a little subliminal diss <laughs> at rubio <laughs> he was like that's actually it's like the referees changing the you know so it's like it's just they their audience is dummies yeah and their the dummies will sort of glom onto that shit that's really what it comes down to <sighs> you know dummies have twitter too well you think that their audience is dumb and yet you know, Steve King's a congressman. Dummies. Brian Kemp is is now governor. Yeah. Rick Scott's a governor. Yeah. Rick Scott. The, the, first of all, they had his Senate photo op mid recount. Yeah. They just like Mitch McConnell was like, "Come on, take the take the incoming senator picture with us." So he wasn't declared. He hadn't. Then they they know what it is. You you're white. You're gonna get yeah. elected. 
There wasn't even like a, you're white and you're on our team. He we'll wasn't declared, sure. and then like they found that he no one had been declared yet, right. actually. And he's like standing in the office, like all wide eyed. He yeah. looks like a video game character when the uh, when the uh, the the controller disconnects, <laughs> <laughs> and it is kind of they, like their eyes wander around, like they're not really there. <laughs> they're just glassy. It looks like that. You really want to get a new gaming he console. Does go, he does yeah, want to go. Yeah, I know. Speaking of which, I'm going to go to Target on the way home. He does want a game again. I do too. Yeah, but then I would not play and I'd feel guilty. We, I have other things I should spend money on. About? What was the other thing we were going to Stan hear? Lee, Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. So, so Stan Lee passed away. I don't know if I've been able to talk to Jimmy Merritt yet or not about what Stan Lee meant, but Stan Lee did a lot for a lot of people's childhood. And Bill Maher... Um, decided he had to take a shot at Stan. He had to. Here's what he said. He wrote a blog. It's Stanley's fault that Trump is here. He wrote a short blog uh, called Adulting by Bill Maher. The guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died and America is in mourning. Deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. <laughs> Someone on Reddit posted, I'm so incredibly grateful I lived in a world that included Stan Lee. Personally, I'm grateful I lived in a world that included oxygen and trees, but to each his own. <laughs> uh, now I have nothing against comic books. I read them now and then when I was a kid, and I was all out of Hardy Boys. But the assumption everyone had back then, both the adults and the kids, was that comics were for kids, and when you grew up, you moved on to big boy books without the pictures. Not exactly true, but okay. Um but then 20 years or so ago, I mean, that was kind of the case when I was a kid, but things change. But then 20 years or, or so ago, something happened. Adults decided they didn't have to give up kid stuff. And so they pretended comic books were actually sophisticated literature. And because America has over 4,500 colleges, which means we need more professors than we have smart people, some dumb people got to be professors by writing theses, that's the plural of thesis, theses, um, with titles like, otherness and heterodoxy in the silver surfer and now when adults are forced to go to do grown-up things like buy auto insurance they call it adulting and act like it's some giant struggle i'm not saying we've necessarily gotten stupider this average joe is smart the average joe is smarter in a lot of ways than he was in say the 1940s when a big night out was a three stooges short and a carmen miranda musical the problem is we're using our smarts on stupid stuff i don't Think there, I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. Uh, and a <laughs> blog. Charity's, Charity's now dying on the side. Writhing in her seat. Now, Donald Trump can only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. Barack you Obama go, got elected in that same country. You can go all the way back to the first few lines of that. Okay. What was that first few lines that he said? Um, Hold on, let me pull it back up. <laughs> I already closed it. Uh, the guy who created Spider-Man and Hulk has died in America's in mourning, deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Okay, so you can stop right there. He had nothing at all to really do with the movies other than the fact that he wrote all the source material and gave and invented all the characters. Yeah. But that's not why people... Are, first of all, America's not in deep, deep mourning <laughs> for, right. for Stan Lee. If we keep going, uh, someone on Reddit posted, I'm so incredibly grateful I lived in a world that included Stan Lee. Personally, I'm grateful I lived in a world that included oxygen and trees. 
Like there's, you have to choose one. I get to choose one. Right. Yeah. Uh, but to each his own. Now I have not. I mean, that was a punchline, so whatever. Yeah. Now I have nothing against comic books. I read them. I read them now and then when I was a kid, and I was all of Hardy Boys. But the assumption everyone had back then, the Hardy it, Boys were superior to comic books, is what he said. Yeah. Huh. Um, little that, and that's you talk about a little kid literature. Yeah. Hardy Boys, man, Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> Danny yeah. Dunn. <laughs> yeah. F- Fuck the Hulk, man. I got Encyclopedia Brown. And of course, Huckleberry Finn. Yep, Huck Finn. Um, but the assumption everyone the had back then, both the adults and the kids, was that comics were for kids, and when you grew up, you moved out onto big boy books without the pictures. Again, not not exactly true either. That was kind of how it felt when I was a kid. It, it was like, this is kid really stuff. For me, it didn't really for me. To me, it was a... It was a uh, it was a time thing. I don't know. I read comics when I was a kid. Yeah. So to me, it was going to the comic book store and buying them. Right. It just kind of, I had a partner, Thurman, he did. He I had a phase. Store every Tuesday and he would go buy them. But I read the comic, the actual comics comics in the newspaper. Right. Yeah. All every day. Oh, the comic strips. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. I read those. But I wonder if it felt that way because like you're a kid at the time. So it yeah. seems that way. So then yeah. like as an adult, you're well, the even the comic were, well, strips, adult, they had the ones the adults read, like Doonesbury. Doonesbury, right. Bloom County. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I read Bloom County. I bought Bloom County. I thought, even Calvin and Hobbes, there's like, there's, there's moral undertones. moral stuff happening in comic with Calvin and Hobbes and metaphysical stuff and, mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff to think about. And as, as you get older and you read comics, you start to see those, you see those things. You don't just see the bang, boom, pow. No. <laughs> you right. don't just see that. Zap. You know, you see the angst that Batman is carrying this thing. Right. Where, yeah. You know, I watch my parents be killed, and and it changes you into that, and you're you're made through this thing. Spider Man did the death of your the death of your uncle. That's heavy shit for a kid, man. Right. Talking about it's just kid stuff. Really, his his uncle was killed <laughs> in a robbery. You right. Uh, X Men is strictly about racism. <laughs> there is a thing that has happened that he's. Fuck, right Black about Panther. in that there is there has been a change probably in the last 25 years of not outgrowing everyone become became kind of ex- obsessed with retro shit wearing the atari t-shirt yeah. um fetishizing your past fetishizing video games you played when you were a kid talking about it like it's current not growing past that not outgrowing i don't know if that's a new thing now though because people have always fetishized the way that the things they didn't have access to exactly Mm -hmm. but that's that's more of a consumer-based thing than anything else i can make if i put an atari symbol on a shirt and sell it people will buy it but that's not what i don't fucking give a fuck i'm not talking about just just consuming i'm talking about literally outgrowing something this is something i used to do i can't really like me trying to play video games i'd probably like play a little bit and be like, eh, I'm not into it. I'm past Maybe that. you would, but maybe you take enjoyment out of it. But I, I, I know myself. I feel like that's why, I'm not, that's why I haven't bought one of those systems because I kind of feel like I wouldn't get all that into it. But oh, the, I'll play. The concept... <laughs> like yeah. Charity's face. Charity's face. Ah, that's bullshit. Because, <laughs> because I know why I stopped. Because yeah. I felt like it was getting tedious. I mean, I used to play video games a lot. <laughs> And I was, I, I was like, okay, this starts to feel like homework now. And yeah. I don't want to sit for 50 hours on a game. I'm not, I stopped finishing games. I stopped even getting close to finishing games. I know that about myself. But there was an era where you would have your toys as a kid and you would play with them for three, four, five, six years and you'd get sick of them. You'd go maybe pull them out of the closet when you were growing up a little bit and say, oh, this was fun and 
put a little Lego thing together and then yeah. put it right back in the closet for the rest of, for the next decade. And what did start happening is probably just a, partly because of technology is that you weren't done with the old thing when the new thing came out. Every year, the new hot video game comes out. You haven't mm-hmm. outgrown. You haven't played with it for years and gotten sick of it. You've just put it aside for the next new thing. And so people still will pull out the old shit as though it's still new to them. They haven't. It hasn't run its course with them yet. So there is, I think, a definite lack of outgrowing that happens now. Now, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. It's just what is now. People don't outgrow. People act like they're still kids in some ways. They still like the things like when they were kids. And that's just, they're fine with that. Well, I wonder Comic if people books, outgrew stuff or people now have the permission to keep liking stuff. Yeah, because I think that's available, what it is. Because things are available I don't th- But I, I don't think people keep liking. I think the old way of doing it was you stopped liking. I wonder though, did you stop liking it? You got sick of it. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Know. This was something I liked when I was a kid. I, I think certain things. I don't, I don't like don't it think, anymore. I think certain things. I don't think everything. But now everything. Like, like take a comic book. Yeah. Okay. So with a comic book, or even like if you go back and you read, you read like a regular novel or something like that. Right. Going back on rereading, you can see other things now. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you go back to as you read a comic book at a later age, you see things that you didn't see before at a young age because you didn't have the life experiences to right. see the underlying current of what the writer was writing. But my point is, he so, was, he's in this, in this that one point he made was not about comic books. It was about a general societal shift. Comic books may be that way, right. but I think in general, there is more of a lack of outgrowing from young people. They, you know, People stay younger longer. They stay immature longer. That I agree it with. It takes longer to mature. If, I don't know if that relates and to the things that people want, but I do agree with that. Yeah, that I, There's no onus on them to, well, you don't have to really move out of your parents' house at a certain age. There's really no onus to get a job. Well, uh, another part of that is that you can't. Well, you know, I mean, you graduate when you college, could. you can't get a job. Even when you could. Yeah, you know. People, like my the generations before me, were they got married younger. They got uh, their jobs earlier. They got, you know, it doesn't matter what the reasons are. Yeah. It's just the way it is. And my generation took longer to start having kids. And now generations, you know, it's very common for mm-hmm. people to be 40 years old having their first kid. My dad was 40 when he had me. I was the only kid in school who had an old dad. Old dad. And now it's super common, you know. Yeah. Yeah. People, that, a lot of people my age, Facebook friends that I grew up with are having kids starting around 40. But it's like... Things take longer. People take longer to mature. And I think there is a certain uh, fetishizing of childhood, infantilizing in some ways. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily comic book specific. That's society. Mm -hmm. Comic books are their own thing. I think professional wrestling, when I was a kid, it was clearly, there was clearly a point where we stopped liking it because we were too old for it. Mm -hmm. All that Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, that era, the 80s. I remember in the mid-90s, late-90s, suddenly a lot of people my age were back into wrestling. I couldn't get back into it. I thought it was dumb. And I remember thinking, like, this was something... Mike, Bre- Mike B is going to come yeah. beat you I've talked up. to him about this. <laughs> I think the storylines got better th- than from what they were. But to me, to me, it was like, we outgrew this. We, all, we didn't just stop watching it because it was like, I'm 18. I must stop. Right. We stopped watching because we were like, eh, this kind of sucks now. And then... When people got back into it as adults, I didn't. I, I'm like, my brother watched it. My friends watched it. They would get together and like 
watch it like you know whatever night raw came on i don't know what night it was but monday you know they was order a pizza and monday watch. night raw yeah, i guess yeah and tuesday night fights was yeah. what i was watching on usa network but i remember that was a point where i realized oh this is like something that i outgrew it's not something that i wish i could still go back and watch but when technology got to the point where you could download a nintendo emulator and a sega genesis emulator on your computer and play those old games again mm. i did that for a little while and then i for me it was like visiting childhood like oh i remember that that was cool i'm gonna go play that game once or twice and never it's still on my computer never play it but there are people who actively still do the things they did when they were children actively seek it out like it's a whole culture you know even like retro gaming is a whole culture uh even retro shoes is a whole culture it's like oh this was the shit that i wore in 98 they just re-released the jordan 11s jordan 13s that's a new thing i think where past is much more accessible now and people are okay with not not, <coughs> not drawing that line of this was something that was in, i was into when i was a kid i'm not really into it anymore it's like okay i was into it as a kid and i'm still into it now and it's mm. fine and that does infantilize people a little bit now i don't think that really bolsters bill maher's point but i do think there is an infantilization of of culture in in a general way I don't know. I have to think. I have to think uh, on it. I yeah. don't know. You've applied a lot of thought to it. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah, I because that deeply. I don't know if right. I. Agree. I think in some aspects there definitely is, but I don't think it covers every aspect. That's why I said it's a, in a general way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I wonder if it's the. I know with the job situation is that people just can't find jobs, so you end up staying at your parents' house. You stay at your parents' house late in the day. It does allow you not to have to grow out as a person. You just don't have to. Well, yeah. If, so. if it's 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 uh, some of it is just you grow out of necessity. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I have to be the man now. Yeah. I have to be so a, you, so an you adult. Don't have now. to. The toy aspect of it, as far as like playing a video game and stuff like that. There are adult themed video games. A lot of them. But a lot of adult things, you know. So let's say you grow out of you grow out of video games, right? Yeah. But then you shift your attention into uh, gambling, or working on cars. Those or, are considered adult things. This is an adult toy. Right. right. It's the same thing, though. Right. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's... It's just, this is an adult thing. Right. So. But why? Because, you know, there are kids, you know, you can't gamble if you're... A child. Legally, you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be able right. to. So you, as a child, you think, when I get older, I'm going to... Remember when poker was a craze? I remember po- a minute? poker. Mm-hmm. I knew people who got into it. Yeah. Yeah. That became a thing. I wonder if that coincides right around the time of the fall of wrestling and the re-rising of wrestling and yeah, wrestling. Poker. Wrestling, they actually they worked very hard to make themselves likable, but it became by an, a, in writers. an adult thing. Yeah, by bringing in writers and they yeah. they adulted the st- uh, adulted. They just had storyline. Patrice wrote for them. They just had good right. storylines. It became something I that never was fucked with it like that. But yeah. I knew I knew everybody knew somebody who watched it. Still to this day, yeah. There's people who are Mike super B. into it. Yeah, there's people who are super <laughs> into it now. Mike B and Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's storyline. It's just soap operas. That's right. why I looked at it. It's just soap opera. <laughs> you know, no different than General Hospital days of our lives. Anyway, his my problem with him is that he's not taking. He's not. I don't know if he's willfully not seeing what comic books. 
He's being an angry bout or angry man yells at cloud. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You should be smarter than that. He should be smarter than that. He should be smart enough to see see the value in, in certain things. Would you say that about a Francis Ford Coppola movie? Or Star Wars, because that's yeah, kind of in the that? realm of that's comic right. books. Yeah. You know, that's a fantasy, a fantastical story. Yeah. I became you know? aware of Star Wars through the big that big Star Wars comic for the first Star Wars movie. That they had a big graphic novel. It was bigger than a regular one because we did the movie when the movie was released. We were living in Germany. We I didn't see it until we came back here. Yeah, yeah. But to say that the country is stupider because of, because of stupider? Stan Lee comic books. You just gonna put the racism aside? That this is it's a thing of there's got to be a reason that Donald Trump is here. It's because it, stupidity didn't elect Donald Trump, <laughs> and stupid people didn't elect Donald Trump. That's a fallacy. That's not true. It's not stupid people that elected Donald Trump. I think he's the weird thing is that elected Donald Trump. I mean, is he calling the left stupid? Yeah, yes. Because the left clearly didn't they didn't vote for Donald Trump. Right. Um problem is we're using our smarts on stupid stuff. I don't think it's a huge stress, it's just that's the thing is simultaneously with people sort of having more access to youthful uh indulgences. There's also much more access to information. So there are a lot of young people who are into kid shit, so to speak, but can also rattle off all kinds of stats about politics. Mm -hmm. Right. And they have a worldview and they understand completely what's going on in the world. They're not not stupider. No. They're just maybe a little bit juvenile in certain ways. That's how I see it. And... Like he says, people are generally, even dumb people are smarter now than they were in the 40s. So who voted for Trump then? These comic book fans? Are they Trump fans? Is there an overlap there? I don't think so. I don't think so. Why would there be? People who are mourning, all the people who I've seen who are like mourning Stan Lee uh, probably would have not have voted for Trump. I mean, granted, my my feed is curated to only see people who don't <laughs> right. vote for Trump. Right. But I don't know if there's. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Tommy Laren was like, oh, R.I.P. Stanley. No. You know. No. no. Maybe Ben Shapiro because he's a nerd. But Jordan Peterson, all, you know, all these sort of thought leaders on the right. I don't think they were talking about no, Stanley. They don't fuck with. They don't fuck with comics like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even think that Ben Shapiro fucks with comics like that and if he is he's willfully taking things away from the comics that, that are not there and he's ignoring things that are there well he's he calls himself a nerd and he's the one who had that hot take on Black Panther call yourself mm. anything you want <laughs> uh, he talks like a nerd well just yeah great <laughs> you can call yourself whatever you want yeah I know what the fuck I hear when you're saying some shit. <laughs> I, just, I think, I don't know. I found it interesting that all these uh, nerds rose up against Bill Maher on Twitter. I'm like, all the shit he's been doing before this, it hasn't bothered you. This shit about not. Stan Lee, this is, y'all's, this is y'all's hill. Okay. The rampant shit he says about Islam and Muslims. The the dumb racism, you know. Comic books are for children. Yeah, this is the hill that you're choosing that, to die on. Saying right. that Barack Obama is not really a black man because he's not aggressive enough for his taste. So he, 
challenging <laughs> saying that uh Wayne Brady is is the white is is really not really black and blah 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 and then Wayne Brady saying I'll fuck the I'll fuck the shit out you motherfucker and then him never saying nothing well, to Wayne he's Brady. He's gonna fuck again. him? Yeah. Well you know <laughs> fist of cuffs wise. I'll fuck you up. Yeah, you said the shit point blank on you come say that shit to me, motherfucker. And then, Turn up, see? Juice. <laughs> <laughs> say that shit to me. And then he never said nothing about Wayne Brady again. You know? And that was after that whole Mooney doing all the jokes about Wayne Brady. You know? So now here's your problem. Now you have a problem with him. Where were you at before? So I don't really give a shit that you have a problem with him. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No. Well, they may have, they may have talked shit about him before, but as I a, don't as a so. group nerds, you don't see them as a group. You know, no. you know? people have people really. I mean, there are people who flex on him, but it's always the same groups. It's the the people who don't like the shit he says about Muslims. But some of them might be nerds too. I really just don't listen to a lot of things that Bill Maher has to say anymore. I mean, the show used to be decent. Long, something's yeah, off. Be honest, but he brings on people that. Um, I don't see the point in, and then it's, well, let's just have a discussion. I'm like, I'm not having a discussion with somebody who doesn't see me as less, who sees me as less than a human being. Steve doesn't Bannon. give a shit about my civil rights. I'm not having a discussion but with But not just like that, that, but then some of the shit that he says himself. Oh, yeah. So not just the people that he brings on, but the yeah. things that Bill says himself. Yeah. You call somebody a house nigger and just. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, yeah, he tries to also outsmart all the time like instead of having a conversation he's just oh come on and he'll try right. to try to pin someone down on something you know it's and like, the shit's not real to him no like when you're talking to ann coulter this is not real for you this is just a intellectual exercises it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect right. him so, so it, we can just ha- be out here playing yeah. all these reindeer games because it doesn't really affect yeah. so you. even this conversation that he this thing he's writing about stan lee this is not really real no man. and he just wants to ruffle feathers right. and talk about trees and oxygen because it doesn't trees really and oxygen. <laughs> yeah he's a being strange line andy rooney toward the end when he was just like that old cantankerous guy on 60 Minutes right. go what's the deal what's you the deal how? <laughs> how, what you you people are always wrong and you know there's a famous one where he bashed after Kurt Cobain killed himself he bashed young people and uh, a lot of young people were like fuck Andy Rooney <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and no one cared we, we didn't watch him before Yeah, but it was like that typical like uh, what are these young people sad about you know they're not sad about the right things to be sad about you know it was basically that it's the same angle right you know because all the people basically Bill Maher is talking about are younger than him all the comic book fans he's yeah. like 60 so isn't that really the thing? It's is it really about the infantilization of culture, or is it about some old white man that feels like people aren't really doing the things necessary to be proper adults in society? Right. One well, and he, the same, right? He bashed the word adulting. One and the same to him. But he he starts with the general point of infantilization of culture and zooms in specifically on comic, comic books, books as a representation of that. And he just presented a very yeah. cohesive argument yeah. about the infantilization of, of culture. Right. But Literally I'm, just did. Mark couldn't do that? <laughs> of that? Not. that books, wasn't his no. goal. There's books no. about it. Yeah, no. There are, uh, Mark Maron has talked about a couple goal. books that he likes about it. There's you know, books about this this shift of culture. Yeah. Well, Maron talked about how he didn't really care for comic books and blah, 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 and now he's going to make a comic book movie. Yeah. 
Bill Maher was in a comic book movie. Right. Which one was he in? He was one, in one of the, one of the Batmans? Marvel movies. You know? Yeah. Someone posted the clip of it. <laughs> so Maher has to... So Marin is doing that thing where he's... Uh, and he's honestly doing it. He's like, I know I've said this about this, this, and this, and now I have to kind of think about how I feel about this, and, you know. But that paycheck, and... Uh, He's in a movie with De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a movie with De Niro. And De Niro is doing a comic book movie. So Right. We're going to act like De Niro's not a, not one of the best actors of his generation. That's what we're doing. You know, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Patrick Stewart has <laughs> been in these movies. What are we going to do? We're going to tell people not to be in Harry Potter movies or Lord of the Rings or... <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not saying that you know, at all. You know, that's I, how I feel about this. Also, shit. Bill Maher is in entertainment. Right. Comic books are entertainment. Are entertainment. Right. And especially comic book movies are generally adult entertainment. Not mm-hmm. like, not triple X adult entertainment, but for grownups or, you know, PG 13 at least. You know, mm-hmm. there might not be rated R, <coughs> but they're made with uh, that audience in mind. Just like any other fantastical movie from that Bill Maher might have liked from previous right. generations. Even movies like, you know, Blade Runner, Total Recall, and Star Wars. Those are sci-fi movies mm-hmm. that had like... Adult themes. Adult themes and superhero-like characters. Right. You know, it, it, all those action movies, those guys are superheroes. Yeah. Right. Schwarzenegger. Shaft is. Yeah. <laughs> Shaft is. He's first black superhero. Yeah. I say it all the time. Shaft. So it's just that, but with CGI and specifically these characters from comic books. But it just comes across as just like that out of touch old guy. I mean, sometimes people have that moment where they just, they become old, you know? It's just like, oh, I'm just an old guy now. And I I really want to know if he really truly, I don't even, I don't really want to know because I don't care, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think that he, most of the time, I don't feel like he truly believes half of the shit he's saying. He's just saying shit just to say shit, just to ruffle feathers and be that person that's, yeah. I need more, more attention and more likes and more people paying attention to my show and yeah. this is what's going to happen next possibly and there's a there's definitely a reflex with social media in the social media age is a reflex where someone dies that you don't particularly care about yourself and all these people that you see bombarding your feed in mourning of that person and you're like oh come on we had that with amy winehouse there was a guy on I facebook remember. who bashed someone for Making, making a joke because it was like he's like no she, she can't joke about her you know it's like you see it, you're you're bombarded with it. You don't connect to it, and you're just like everyone's wrong, and that happens a lot when when people die. Specifically, mm-hmm. when you see it, there's always that one naysayer, that all that contrarian who's like, their death didn't mean shit. What are you guys talking about? Because everyone they follow is talking about it. Mm-hmm. They're following the wrong people, or maybe they're not following a wide enough range of people, or they can just say, oh, maybe I'm just going to sit this one out, but. In this case, Bill Maher has to jump in and say, you guys are all dumb, you know? I can't see that. He doesn't see it. He's just choosing not to. We're just yeah. choosing just to go against everything. Probably a little just, bit of both. Just to piss people actually, off. He might actually believe it, but nah. either way. Either way. He's just trying yeah. to piss in people's Cheerios. It's one thing to believe that society is dumber and this is a manifestation of that etc but then to go like and this is why trump happened yeah right. on, like you didn't that's c- not why trump happened because the yeah. comic books yeah he has a three paragraph blog that's the last sentence but he didn't even connect those dots during the blog right. like lay right. out your case man let's let's hear trump it. happened because of a very uh distinct reaction to barack obama 
and everything that came along with Barack Obama. Who was elected that's, during the comic book That's movie why era. Trump happened. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else that says, anything, anything other than saying that is just trying to shift the attention away from that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very white. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop doing that. It's not like society got, it's like all these movies just came out uh, in November of 2016. You know, people, smart people got elected before Trump. Yeah. In the com in the modern era, right, and so it's, it, it it doesn't hold up to scrutiny what right, he's saying. Right, but right, what's right. the deal? What's the deal with Where you know at? what bothers me? <laughs> Where we at? It really grinds my gears. One nineteen. Well, you guys got some good stuff Burns today. Y'all got to hear a good song. <laughs> yeah, got to hear Miss Charity Sade sitting with us. To hear us talk about Bill Maher, you want to let the people know some social stuff for you? This is the free people, so give them a little something. Um, I will be at the draft DC Draft House on Friday, November 23rd, Black Friday, uh, hosting for uh, Turnip C Jr.'s <laughs> show. <laughs> turnip, turnip. Um, come out, it's five dollars. We'll be taping, so you might be able to be on one camera. No promises. Um, and I'll also, if you're in Baltimore, come through McGooby's um, in Timonium on November 28th. I will be competing in the new comic competition. It's audience vote, so I could use the support. More Thank the better. You. If you are going to come to the taping, maybe um, try to find something nice to wear. And if you're yes. poor, maybe just tweet at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and say, like, I might yes. be on camera. Where'd you get that uh, that jacket that no one could afford? Maybe She'll she tell could you. Borrow, you could borrow hers. You could borrow it. She's in local. Borrow her. She She's might come real. to the show. <laughs> uh, December 13th, I will be at Tyson's Comedy Cellar with um, Dominic Rivera opening. So come out to that. Uh, he might contradict himself with hot takes over and over again. <laughs> And December 6th, the week before that, is our Three Guys On Comedy Showcase Thursday night. And that is at 8.45 p.m. It's us and some of our favorite comics in the area doing longer sets. Uh, we're trying to build that up. So spread the word. Come out. It's a free show. And eventually, once we build up a little bit of a regular audience for that, we're going to record a live podcast in that time slot. It's our nice. monthly show. Yeah. Let's build some audience. Yeah. That's why we're starting to like, we're doing Instagram stuff now. Nice. I didn't take any pictures of the crowd last night. I didn't even think about that. I should have. For the gram. Yeah, yeah. For the gram. Yeah, it was thick. For the gram. We've got to hire some young, young little intern. You know what it is? Adults don't, shouldn't take pictures. They shouldn't. Adults, Adults shouldn't, shouldn't take pictures. Shit. Pictures are for kids. They really Adults. are. Adults shouldn't <laughs> Who do needs memories? I mean, come on. Adult coloring books, that's infantilization. I rest my case. <laughs> you rest your case. Yeah, what? Sh- you win. There are adult coloring books, everybody. Um, I should go on Bill Maher's show. We'll just, <laughs> it'll be like when Sam Harris goes on and they just bash Islam. It'll just, but it will just be bashing coloring books for like the whole segment. Yeah, coloring books suck, right? And then we'll just go back and forth. There we go. All right, so I don't really have much uh, coming through the end of the year. So you can see me at the draft house. You can also check on my uh, my social stuff. I want to thank the people who came out to see me at Magoobies. Uh Skip Walker West, thanks so much for coming on out. And uh, and uh, checking me out. Uh, thanks for everybody who came out. Any new fans that I may have got? I don't know. It's very Trumpy. A lot of folded arms. But hey, a little, what are you little bit do? of that. Yeah. A lot of folded arms. Sometimes you, you gotta wait for the late show. The younger people come out. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna <laughs> do? 
All right. So thanks, guys, for coming on in. Y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Check the Patreon. I'm sure there's something up for you at some point. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, spend time with your family. Stay out of the malls. Just spend time with your fucking families, people. Stay out of the malls. Jesus Christ. My friend, <laughs> Huff Terrence. Um, yeah, fuck you, mall people. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Hindi client. Get off our lawns. <laughs> I'm Charity Shade. Get off our lawns. Malls are for kids. Malls are for kids. Malls are for kids. They are for kids. Orange Julius and everything. Yeah. We're three guys hey. on. We're out. Get off our lawn. Hey, pull up in this bitch like I'm Turner C. Junior. See, sock puppet number one. Turner C. Junior. That's correct. You hit your chick, you Ike. Turner C. Junior. Hey, Turner C. Junior. Hey, Turner C. Junior. Hey, not them collard greens. We like them Turner Greens Junior. Yeah. Natalie Holloway, we hope you Turner C. Junior. I agree. Hating niggas with that burn. C. Junior. Bam. Turner C. Junior. Wow. Turner C. Junior. Hey, pull up at the club. We from the Turner C. Junior. Pull out all that cush, we bout to burn up C. Junior. Walk, walk, hit these weak niggas in a sternum C. Junior. Black, turn up C. Junior. Uh, turn up C. Junior. Hey, bitch, in your microwave, we warm up C. Junior. That's right. Riding on your horse, we got some syrup C. Junior. Hey, eating all your waffles with that syrup C. Junior. Yum. Turn up C. Junior. Yum. Turn up C. Junior. Hey, jumping to conclusions like some hurdle C. Junior. Chill, we don't need no fuckboys in our circle C. Junior. Move. Deliberating. Juror on that murder, see Junior. Yo, turn up, see Junior. Hey, turn up, see Junior. Hey, Wood. Uh, hey, Wood. That's correct. Hey, Wood. Uh, I hey, go find Wood. Randolph hit him with that. Hey,